dead. There you okay. go. Your theme song. July 6th. That was the first concert I ever went to. Yeah, big Charlie's shot. Daniel. Charlie Daniels. Diablo went down to Georgia. <laughs> Diablo went down to Georgia. Do you remember, though, when that song came out, it just, when he said son of a bitch, as a kid, you're like, holy shit, the guy cusses in this song. Charlie's a madman. <laughs> I, Dude, I'm not a Charlie Daniels fan at all. If not, I just said to yeah. you, dead or alive Charlie Daniels, would you have known that he had been alive up to yesterday? No, I didn't know. He, uh, I guess he had a major stroke, right, Dude. about 10 years ago? And then he, he was great. Yeah, that was it, dude. It was, but he had that. I can't think of another song. Can no. you? No. Now watch. Just because I played that little bit right there, I was afraid to play more. It'll get pulled. You know, I'll post it. Get pulled. The Rolling Stones don't seem to give a shit. Yeah. But we put we put a Drake song on once. Fucking the whole episode got pulled. Gone. <laughs> uh. Well, I hope you don't, Charlie. I, dude, Charlie Daniels. I saw a thing from a friend lives in Nashville. Yeah. And said had mutual run in or uh, numerous run ins, I should say, with Charlie Daniels. They said he was just the coolest dude. That's good to hear. Yeah, great. Yeah, that's good to hear. Yeah, no, that was that bummed me out today. I think a yeah. lot of people were bummed out today when you heard it. You go, yes. God dang, there's a, that's three guys in the last week. Like they go in threes, right? Yeah. But Carl Reiner, yeah. there's probably people that were like, he's still alive. Yeah, I was. Hugh too. Downs. Yeah, Hugh Downs. And now uh, Charlie, Charlie Daniels. Daniels. Yep. That's it's crazy. It's funny because I know you you haven't always been a country music guy, but you've listened to it, especially with your kids. You guys yeah, like in the car, more, and you guys more. listen a lot more. I was watching uh, this thing this weekend, and it was Lee Bryce, who's a superstar, mm -hmm. and he talks about the first time he met Peyton Manning, and oh, wow. he goes, "Hey, I'm Peyton," and he goes, "Yeah, I, I know who you are. Every yeah. half the kids in Nashville are named Peyton because of you." Right. And he goes, so we become friends. And he goes, this guy wants to get on stage and sing Rocky Top All every time. <laughs> and he goes, he sucks. He sucks. He, he sucks. He sucks. He's not any good. Dude, you bring him on, though. Yeah, of course. The every crowd time. goes crazy. Who gives a shit how yeah. bad he is? Literally, he's the most popular guy in the entire state. Uh, it's funny you say that because I was thinking about music driving down, and I have a bold statement to make. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, Dave, if you had to take a tour bus, if you were in a tour bus from here to Maine, yeah, right, Glasgow, Maine. I don't even know if there's a fucking city in Maine called Glasgow, but I just named it. <laughs> that was impressive. You can ride on one of two tour buses in their prime. Okay. Either Led Zeppelin or ACDC. Oh, that's funny you say that. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm going ACDC. You'd be the tallest one there. I would be. <laughs> That's for sure. You know why? Because uh, I, I heard Shoot to Thrill. Yeah. Driving down. Yeah. And Shoot to Thrill, I'll say this about that song. If you are in the dirtiest, seediest strip club that you can think of. Yeah. And that song comes on because Robin's hitting the stage and she's playing Shoot to Thrill. I fucking will bet you my last dollar you're about to have a great three and a half minutes. Yeah. <laughs> right? Dude, I love both those bands. I, I do. got it, but I do. I, I'm down, right? Yeah. I get it. Um, Jimmy Page and Plant, yeah. Bonham, I get it all. The thing is, for me, there can be people that get really douchey yeah. about Zeppelin. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They just get, and you don't have anybody who gets douchey about ACDC. No. Every ACDC song makes you want to punch someone in the face. Right. Yeah. Well, every ACDC song makes you want to turn it up as loud yeah, as it can go. Absolutely. And 
And listen, man, there's plenty of Zeppelin songs that go the same way. But I'm just saying, if you're on that bus yeah. and you're starting here. That's funny. And you're going to. I think you're right. I think you're right. I'm going ACDC. Yeah. This is a great this is a great topic if you have phone callers because you can sit there and say, what is the one band you would travel with? Right. It has to be Motley Crue, right? Dan, uh, no, I think those guys would. I think there's a. Uh, look, I think there's. You don't a think there's bit, anything left? <laughs> what well, do you think? I think Tommy Lee would get on your nerves. Oh, yeah, they all would. I don't know that. I mean, does Mick Mars, is he going to do anything? The fucking but is Nikki Six, dude. Yeah, you gonna be in those days, the heroin days. Yeah, no. I'm Vince not, Neil would yeah. probably be very cool. You think so? Yeah, you think Vince Neil would be bad? I don't know. I saw him in a porn once, D- nailing uh, Janina Lindemuller. I thought he was with Pam Anderson. Oh, he, no, uh, he might have been. Fuck. But was Tommy Lee and him with Pam Anderson? Oh shit, that's right. Yeah, what am I thinking? Um, I, I'll give you this band. Yeah. Would you go on the road with Poison? Yeah, why not? Now, see, I think that band, too, yeah. because I think with Poison, yeah, like ACDC absolutely was Zeppelin. Man, you're playing stadiums, right? Yeah. But Poison, you're playing, uh, what's the, what's the, goddamn, my mind blank, Sturgis. Okay. You're playing yeah. Sturgis. <laughs> right? Wet t-shirt contest. Yeah, yeah. Talk dirty to me. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, but hey, there's not dry in the place when you're singing something to believe in. Yeah, that's funny as shit. Uh, I'd go with those guys. That I don't know funny. if I'm going out on the road with Danzig. That no. dude's a little fucking yeah, nuts. Too scary. Yeah, he's yeah, he's psycho. <laughs> uh, Stones at this point? No. Dude, it's all near yeah, jets. You- Can't do that. No, you aren't going to the Stones. You aren't going to the real old group. But yeah, you always think about what it was like in the 80s, what those guys were doing and the books yeah. and everything else and all the stories. I don't know. For some reason, I always think Motley Crue, Van Halen seems like it would be great. Van, but hang on. Same thing with Van Halen. David Lee Roth, yeah. I think, would wear you yeah, out. Yeah, you'd want to punch him in the face. But I think if you're going Sammy Hagar, yeah. Michael Anthony, not sure where you're at on Eddie and Alex. But if you're going Sammy Hagar and Michael Anthony, I don't think you need anybody. I don't think those other two guys matter. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's a pretty good party with those two dudes. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I think David Lee Roth, I don't know, man. That could go 50-50. Oh, that's funny. That could be yeah. really great or or by uh, by the time you hit. Phoenix. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> Temecula. You may be ready to get off that bus. Yeah, so who else? That's fine. Anybody else I'm missing? I know. Fuck no. Yeah. So you'd get tired of Gene. Gene's exhausting anyway. Dude, you'd get tired of Gene. You'd absolutely get tired of Peter Chris. Yeah. I think Ace Fraley would be fine. (laughs) And I think think Paul Stanley leads more towards Simmons and Chris than he does Ace Fraley. Yeah. I think three out of the four would really fucking annoy the shit out of you. (laughs) And do you want to hear Detroit Rock City every night? Dude, I love Detroit Rock City. Yeah, that is funny as shit. God, I tell you, Kiss is one of those groups. I've told you for years. It's the one group that I wish I had a chance to see. That my parents would never let me go. Yeah, I didn't see them. Oh, I got to think about seen, this. Okay, have you, Kiss and Ozzy, I want to ask you. Have you seen Ozzy? I never saw Ozzy. I. I did see Kiss, but I saw Kiss like 20 years ago. 
And dude, there's yeah. a feeling to me that that might have been the original lineup. Yeah. But I don't know for sure. I can't confirm wow. that. But I went, uh, took my sister, who's older than me. We had a great time. And as we're walking in, we see Denny Purdy from the Gulls and the late Barry Potomsky. Okay. Who uh, And they both are in just like, it looked like they had a couple of fourth graders paint their face. I mean, just the most <laughs> pathetic effort at trying to paint their face like jeans. Just awful, Oh, right? my gosh. And uh, I introduced them to my sister, and Poto's like, Kim, you need a beer? She's like, what? Sure. So we just sat there, my sister and I, drinking beers with Potomsky and Denny Purdy. Uh, Kiss was really, they were cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, Paul Stanley's voice yeah. was still there. But I swear, I feel like Peter Chris was drumming on that tour. It would have been like probably about 20 years ago. I can't confirm that, but yeah, they were fun. I always thought the worst thing Kiss ever did was go without makeup. I mean, when, remember, yeah. for the longest time, it was like nobody yeah. knew what they Lick looked it like. Up. Yeah. During that era? Yeah. And they're like, I don't know whose decision it was to go, fuck it. We aren't doing the makeup anymore. Yeah. And weird. it was like, you guys aren't cool anymore. Yeah, they, they kind of lost it. I was just trying to think if there's anybody else where you go, yeah, that would be okay. That you'd I, go with. I've said this a million times. Like, the saddest, when I worked at the track, there were two things you could count on yeah. every year. Uh, my man, Deuce Bruce, and I. Yeah. When you worked at the track. Off-track betting, we're right by the paddock. And they would bring in, Dave, the hot dog on a stick guy. Yeah. And he'd be right in front of us. And you know how it is. I'd say, Deuce Bruce, this goddamn fair is going for 19 days. Every day for lunch, you're getting a hot dog on a stick and an RC cola right there. Goddamn life couldn't be better. By the end of day two, you're like, I never need another <laughs> hot dog on a stick. But two days in a row, it was great. And the other thing was the saddest fucking rock tour that would come through there, and it would be my man Al Wilson singing Show and Tell. Yeah. The guy from Inagata DeVita, Tiny Tim. Oh, fuck. Like, Laura Branigan. Oh, Jesus. And it was just like all these one-hit wonders yeah. that came through. The Lion Sleeps Tonight, those old sacks of shit. And every year, right? And the guy announcing he's just in a worn-out pink suit, and yeah. he's just introducing these guys like they're goddamn Peter Gabriel, and you're like, boy, <laughs> this guy's going to be great, right? And it's the and it's two dipshits singing Mockingbird. You're like, I don't even know who they are. <laughs> Lee Greenwood. And uh, that was it. And I was like, okay, I'll go out with ACDC. I I. I would want to be on this tour. Dude, it's funny you just said Lee Greenwood, because the other day when I was out on that boat I was telling you about, uh -huh. you could hear someone was playing Lee Greenwood. Of course. Okay? And I, yeah, I had a little bit more to drink than I probably need to at that point, and I yeah. said to everyone around me, most overrated song of all time. Oh, Jesus, you and communist. I, I, I thought I was about to get jumped. Not one person went, yeah, it is. They all went, what the fuck did you just say? Yeah, what'd you say, buddy? That's the national anthem, you asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. fucking Lee Those Greenwood. Those colors don't bleed. Oh, my God. They, they don't run, I thought. Isn't oh, that yeah, that's <laughs> it, too. And he, they dropped, you know how much money this asshole made in 91? And I was like, dude. this Did he write it? This, I, I think so. I have no idea, man. It, it was, 
It was his big hit, though, that we'll his play hit. till the day we, we die. Yeah. People love that song. If you're him, yeah. right? All right, let me ask you. Would you rather be... That's a good question. Would Come you on. rather be... Uh, I'll give you... A, Go ahead. Uh, Let's hear it. I'm going to give you five of them. Okay. I think I can do five yeah. right off the top yeah. of my head. How many... Who would you want to be? Okay? Yeah. Lee Greenwood? Yeah. Don McLean, American Pie. God, he sang the other day on TV. It sounded so fucking bad. It's about a 19-minute song, Holy dude. You shit. can't, like, Lee Greenwood, you go, fuck, suck it up for three minutes. Let's Don go. Don McLean was so bad the other day. Uh, Rick Astley. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> or uh, Soft Cell, Tainted Love. Now, remember. I like Tainted Love. I'd, be, I'd, rather, gotta, be, I'd rather be Gloria Gaynor. I wouldn't survive <laughs> Uh, yeah dude she says it all the time i'll keep singing that song it bought me that house she says that shit all the time it always makes me laugh women love that fucking song i'll tell you the guy who you could be yeah i'll tell you uh, the the one who wins it all it's the dude from survivor sings eye of the tiger right yeah you got no problem bringing that up no but survivor had some other songs in there too but it was the different singer oh is that right yeah remember the guy from eye of the tiger he left and then they went and got that pussy Started singing all the Karate Kid songs. Search is over. I had a Tiger guy. He's like, what the fuck what happened to my band? What happened to the band is right. Dude, I'm trying to fire you up to kick Clubber Lang's ass, and you're singing Search is over? You big bitch. Right? So high on you. Yeah. What the fuck? Have you seen Clubber Lang? Guy opens beer cans with his teeth. He doesn't want to hear high on you. He'll kill Rocky. Shit. Yeah. Oh, they my got gosh. They, I, I remember at Padre games, they used to say, what's the song you used to play to fire you up to pitch? And yeah. Randy Jones comes out with the Eye of the Tiger. I'm like, you dipshit. You your career not. was over when that song came like, out. Nine years. Yeah, your perm was gone by then, you yeah. asshole. <laughs> yeah. You came out. Big Bad John. Probably Tennessee Ernie Ford. You old dick. It's a Mandy Williams song. Yeah, I'm like, shut up. Shut up, Randy. Mark Grant, what do you think his was? Probably Goodbye to You by Scandal. Talking to the baseball. Exactly. No about kidding. to go far over the fence. I was watching uh, the 2016 Major League Baseball All-Star Game. It was on MLB Network, which we have on TV right now. Yeah. The one you and I were at here in San Diego. Oh, yeah. And John Smoltz said the best song of all time is when Trevor Hoffman would come in. And he goes, man, when Trevor Hoffman yeah. would come in and those bells would go, he goes, this is the best baseball song of all time. The best. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I know Woods. Uh, Inner si- Sandman. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Did you hear him today? I heard him a little bit today. I, I was sickened at how he disrespected Craig Elston. Like, Ben didn't die. He's yeah. just on vacation. And all we heard was how great Ben was for yeah. two hours. Yeah, he's writing like Elston's letters. there. <laughs> like he set the alarm. That really made me sad. It is one of those things that's weird. When your co-host is missing, you always want to let people know this is the Dave and Jeff show. Right. But if I'm not there, you just say, "Hey, Dave, I got new Dave, boys. Dave's out." Boom, and you're ta- you're promoting the guy that's with you. Right. You want to say the show's going to suck today? No. But, Craig knows where he's yeah. been. And then it was like, "Hey, let's just talk about Ben." Oh, uh, and I tell you what, you take vacation, you're going to regret, what? Can we talk to fucking Craig, please? Please? 
so yeah, I felt bad for Austin today. I felt that uh, was disrespected. It was. It was disrespectful. Um, I thought last night when we left here, I sat fastball. I thought they were going to launch 1090 today. Yeah. And then that dirty sandbag and sailor Kaplan yeah. threw the curveball and went to 710 ESPN. Yep. So I don't know where that leaves you with 1090. He said, I, I watched him. He was on uh, KUSI today. And because I, I was very curious to know, you and I talked off there yeah. afterwards. I said, well, I talked to Scott just a couple of weeks ago. And I said to him, are you launching on July 6th, the exact date yeah. for 1090? And he goes, no. He goes, we aren't launching at all. Then all of a sudden we hear he's coming back on there. So you, you aren't crazy for sitting fastball and going, this is what's happening today. Yeah. But then he said that 1090 will launch in August. Now it sounds like to me, because he's on 710 for two weeks, that if he hits a home run for the next two weeks, he's hoping to get a contract offer from 710. Well, they're revamping the entire ESPN radio lineup. Mike Greenberg's coming back. Yeah. Keyshawn's going, like, Mike Golick may be out. It sounds like it. And I, I don't know. Now, look, Trey Wingo's out. Yeah, but is he? Now they're saying that Keyshawn may work with Wingo. Oh, I thought it was. I thought Keyshawn was going with Greenberg. No, Greenberg's going to the afternoons. So they have all these shows that are changing around, and the problem is 710 is owned by the network. Yeah. And so it's what happened with Will Kane's show. I don't know how many people listen to 710, but they had to put Stephen A. in there. They had to put Will Kane in there yeah. because nationally you have to have your biggest shows yeah, in you your biggest do. markets. So I don't know. Um, like, Look, I think they like Sedano where he is. Um, they had that morning show that was awful with Keyshawn and Travis Rogers. Yeah. I don't know what happens to that if they pick up the national show now. But I'm pretty sure that midday, Dave, that they they're a little handcuffed. They got to run the national show. It's uh, it is interesting to see what's happened to ESPN because I think when people think of syndicated sports radio, you mm -hmm. think of the old days, the Tony Brunos oh, yeah, and everything right. else that used to Chuck Wilson. Chuck Wilson used to run on six ninety, you yeah. know, on the weekends, and it was good radio. It was we had him on KSDO. That was the crazy really? thing when I started at KSDO. Those dudes were on. Yeah, Tony and. Uh, Chuck Wilson, John Sterling would sit in yep. there. Keith Olbermann would sit in there. But, Dave, those guys were on from like 3 o'clock to 9 o'clock, like 6 o'clock to midnight wow. Eastern every Saturday and Sunday. Tony Bruno and yeah. Chuck Wilson. It was great. But I don't think they had a Monday through Friday lineup. I feel like those dudes were coming in. Yeah. Maybe Tony coming in from Philadelphia and Chuck from wherever he was. But those dudes, every because I ran the board and they were my deal. All I, I literally, all I had to do was hit a legal ID, KSDO AM 1130 San Diego, at 559.50, and that's it. Yeah, and we didn't even play any local spots, so I just hung out, listened to sports talk, and fucking killed it, making 719 an hour. <laughs> Fuck all of you. <laughs> um, 19, not even 720 an hour. No, 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 I didn't. I, I wasn't greedy. <laughs> That's crazy. It was the first time I heard sports radio without callers. Yeah. That was weird. And to see that they could do it without callers was, was strange to me. I missed but, the callers, though. Yeah, I did, too. I Actually, if you have callers that are good and that can participate in the show, it's great. Sometimes they'll kill the show. You got to have a good screener. You, you absolutely do. Um, but, yeah, it was it was different. But you look at, at ESPN's national lineup, how it has changed dramatically in the last Not five years. Not very good. No, and they know it, too. I mean, Will Kane's leaving for... Fox TV. That's why yeah. he ended up taking off. 
and Colin Coward obviously left for for Fox as well. But yeah, they're trying to find out where things go. What's interesting is Greenberg and Golick were very good for like 19 years. Yeah. They went in the Hall of Fame together. But when Greenberg left to go back to TV, it, it ended really, really bad. Mm-hmm. And to the point where Golick's son jumped in and went batshit crazy on Greenberg. Yeah. And you're like, well, now what do you do? If Greenberg comes back to the lineup, he, guess what? Your dad's probably out because he couldn't right. do it without Mike, without Greenberg. And then the the son, who knows what happens to him? Who should probably be a night guy anyway. Yeah. But it's, it's fucking crazy that I'm like, dude, what's your kid doing jumping into that relationship? That Freddie and Fitz show isn't very good. There's, there's just no chemistry with yeah. those guys. Like Ian Fitzsimmons is great on college football. Yeah. And Freddie Coleman's been around forever. Forever. And you look at those two guys and go, man, it's just a bad mix. And, and you could tell they're not in the same area. Yeah. Like I, Freddie's probably up north and I think Ian's uh, down in Texas. It's just weird. Yeah. Like that. Two guys that are really It talented. is hard to do a show if you aren't in the studio with each other. Yeah. If you can't do the whole eye contact of when one guy's talking, the other guy's talking. Yeah. And so, and the other thing on that show, Dave, I think they're both looking to be the one. Yeah. I don't think they know who's <laughs> driving it. Like, who gives a fuck? You're all yeah. getting paid. Just go in and hang out. That's the thing. A lot of these guys, they have the ego where they they really start word counting. If you start yeah. getting into a, a radio show oh, where shit. one guy's counting words, you are fucked. Yeah, I'd be fucked. I'd talk too much. <laughs> uh, but I had Fox on this yeah. morning because I just couldn't take Steve with his, you know. You don't like fun. him slamming Craig? Yeah, I just I made me sad. Um, so I put on Fox. Why is everybody still on vacation? Stern's on vacation yes, again. Yes. But Dan Patrick was out, and they had Jason Smith and Doug Gottlieb. Yeah. And I go, God damn, man, what is Fox doing? Like, I don't know. I think Jonas is the best dude on that. He's really good. Yeah. Really good. But the rest of the Fox line, I mean, when you go Dan into the herd. Yeah. I heard uh, like flipping around at noon today, just listening to everything going on. Fred and Rodney. God, they had way too much Dave Visay on today. Like it was, I was just like, holy shit. I don't think Rogan's good. No. Kaplan was struggling because... When you're used to doing the show with Alex and Johnny Browner, and I don't know what happened. I he never heard those guys. No, he couldn't bring them in. He brought uh, our buddy Greg Bergman in a few times, which is funny. Cause you and I know Bergman really well because he was our producer at Fox and we're still really good friends. Yeah. But Kaplan asked a question. Have any of you guys divorced? And Bergman jumps in. I am happily divorced. <laughs> <laughs> and you and I know the whole backstory yeah. there. I did laugh at that when he yeah. screams that out. And then... Uh, you're just kind of hearing everything. So it just, it was kind of weird. And here's the other thing. We touched on this last night. Locally, a story to pay attention to. We've told you. Radio Group LMA purchased KFMB Radio, AM and FM, a couple of months back. They have kept the FM. So I, I think it's called Big FM. Yeah. When's the last time anybody tuned into 100.7? Completely. Yeah, you're right. It's amazing when you think about the guys, the iconic voices in San Diego radio that were on that station, right? Going back to Shotgun, Gary Kelly, um, the Rich Brothers, Jeff and Jer, Jagger and Christy, right? Smiley. Yeah. I mean, a lot of Rick Morton, a lot of really good. Cantori was there. That's where Cantori got his start. Um, 
And that station's just it's shit. And they'll never be anything again. Once you've run it that far into the ground, good luck getting it out. We'll see. But they have, LMA said, look, we don't want AMs. So they have leased the AM760 signal to Clear Channel. You go, all right, well, big deal. What does that mean? Well, the knock on 1360 from the day we launched back in November of 07 was that signal. You can't hear it anywhere. Yeah. Makes it impossible for a sales staff to make any money because you can't sell advertising in the North County. Nobody can hear you. They're fucking Dixon Ford. You're like, are they even still in business? <laughs> uh, Angelo DeMonte, he's not buying. Nobody's buying. So what was fascinating was what would Clear Channel do with I love this- how you call them Clear Channel. They've been iHeart for like for, seven years. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> uh, what would they do with that 760 stick? You, yeah. Which is a good signal, but 760 fucked up a few years ago and turned down the power. Why they do that, I have no idea. It makes no sense at all. Yep. And so the feeling was, because 97.3 came in, and even with a moderate lineup, they are just kicking the shit out of 1360. Yeah. Steve and Ben are crushing Mike and Judd. Is Mike ever coming back? Is Mike not back yet? I hate to say it. I mean, we were texting Mike today. I didn't even tune into a show. Yeah. Um, Heard, I think, is beating Rome. Coach is still beating Darren pretty significantly. Yeah. Darren shows bad, man. Yeah. I, and, I, dude, I don't know what the fuck happened to Darren. Right. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I'll it, tell you what, Dave. I heard every show in town today at noon, and it's nothing disrespectful. I never even thought to go to 1360 to hear what's going on. It's funny. I flipped on to Darren today because we took a shot at him, or I did, especially last week. It's not because I dislike Darren or dislike the show that he did. He doesn't do the show he used to do. He is man to Something has time. changed. It's terrible. It, it literally is the worst show in San Diego. And all of San Diego, it is the worst radio wow. show going. There is nothing there. It's just him and Marty talking about nothing. Fuck. Now, you and I, fuck, we might be talking about nothing. We're talking about bands and getting laid. Strip if, clubs. Yeah. Holy shit, man. If you tell me about more and more time about what's in Marty's refrigerator oh, and the fuck. shitty chair you're sitting on, there's nothing going on. There's just fucking nothing going on. I, you know what? I think I he did, hates it. I did tune over today. And I heard, this is what I heard. The San Diego Loyal is, and I go, you got to be yeah. out of your fucking mind. Yeah. You got to be out of your fucking mind. The San Diego Loyal? He's and, not doing the same show he did at 1090 at all. No. And it bums me out. Yeah, me too. And it bums me out. And I hope whatever's going on there, whatever is, uh, I hope they get that sorted out. Because that's, that. Well, dude, when he's on his game, he's as good as it gets. And uh, and that's a drive. That's it. Honestly, he is, I think most people would say, probably the most talented local broadcaster in San Diego. Just a fucking good dude, man. Yeah. And there's nothing me, going on right now. And for you. Yes. I mean, we had a fucking great time. He sat here We've for 240. We've known 240, yeah. that kid sat I think in. you and I went to the restroom like four times. He never moved. Dude, he's a machine. Yeah. No, he, he as a person, yeah. he's great. As talented yeah. as he is, he's great. He's not doing the show. And I'm, I'm not saying he's doing this, but he's doing the show like almost like, hey, let me go. I still get paid for my contract. Oh, I hope that's not it. Dude, there's nothing there right I, now. I just I hope that's it's, not it's it. It's like there's three hours. Well, if you're going to interview two people, I'll stay for the two interviews. When they're coming on, tell me when they're going to talk Padres. I'm in. 
I'll yeah. sit there and listen. When are you going to talk Padres? When are you going to talk to a national guy? Whatever. But, man, if you aren't going to talk to them, I'm going somewhere else. And, man, he's too good to sit there and throw in the towel. But his show is not close to the same show he used to do. Uh, I like Jimmy Russell. they got to find a way to get Carruth back. Dude, I don't know how they're going to pay somebody anymore. I mean, they have so well, many people they pay. So Okay, what's your prediction for that station? Well, and that's what I was just going to say. So the feeling was because 97.3 is steamrolling 1360, most people, including the 1360 lineup, expected that when this transfer took place that they were going to move up the dial. And now things could get interesting. The problem was AM760 hasn't been relevant for so long that nobody in that demographic that you're looking for, men 25, 54, thinks 760. So you would have to completely redo your thinking, and and it would have to be guerrilla marketing. Well, it may not have to be. Because what's fascinating to me is that iHeart took over 760, and they have kept the lineup. And if I'm Judd and Mike, I'm going fucking Getty and Armstrong. If I'm Darren, I'm like, yeah, goddamn Mike Slater gets this shit. I don't even know who the fuck is Buck Sexton. Who's this? <laughs> Sounds like a porn star. I don't know who he is. I don't know. Never, heard, never of heard of him. He's the afternoon guy. If you're Hartman, you're like, dude, I'm. Come on, we're fucking drowning. Are here. they hanging on to those guys until the election's over? Well, that's why I said to you the other day. It would be really maybe because um, maybe because this election is going to be really fascinating and maybe right now because of COVID-19 where we don't know what's going to happen with baseball, but we are seeing the impact every day with Black Lives Matter and the election and COVID-19. Like as bad as, dude, the Mike Slater show is the worst show in San Diego, period. That guy, I, it's just fucking fascinating to me. Like, sometimes I just tune in to go, did he get any better? To, no. <laughs> uh, Mark Larson is yeah. there in middays. Um, and you just go, I don't know. Now, maybe the feeling is that that Trump fan base is so incredibly loyal yeah. that maybe we can cash in. But, I mean, you're running Hannity. You're already running Hannity. You're running Limbaugh um, on 600. I don't know. I haven't seen the 600 numbers for a long time, so I can't tell you how they're doing. I don't know. But if I was anybody on that lineup, Judd, Mike, Steve, the guys that have been there, really, the guys who have been there the longest, I would be incredibly frustrated by my management team staying with the 760 lineup, especially right now when our ratings are zero, zero. It's been zero, zero almost the whole year. Yeah. Yeah. But look, we see how it works over yeah. there. It's not like they're going to do TV spots. It's not like they're going to do billboards and relaunch. When we came out, they did lights out radio. That fucking brilliant idea was Sean Merriman. Yeah, that's great. I love Merriman. But at least, even though that made no sense, at least there were extra billboards all over town. Tried to give us a chance. If they ever moved to 760, how many of you give a shit? How many of you even, like, when's the last time you tuned in? And fucking Tommy Jorgensen? <laughs> Bob Chandler? Dave Campbell? You assholes, don't lie to me. I know it. I see the numbers. None of you are listening. You're not listening to either one. 
And that's why I don't know, man. Yeah. Uh, it, this business, it messes with you. A really, really good friend for you and I doing sales in this town 25 years. Boy, he was with us at 1090, was part of that group at 760. They get laid off. You go, fuck, man, where do you go? Where do you go in this town? You all right over there? Nah, fuck. I don't know what to say. Yeah. They can't hear the phone ringing. Uh, just me? Just you. Just hearing bells in my head. I know. Loud. But, but I don't know, Dave. If you're, okay, right now you're the midday guy. You're, you're Dave, Steve, and Rich Hornberger. You want me to tell you who's, who I think's out of a job? Yeah. Mike's out of a job. Costa's gone. Judd stays. They put Judd with somebody else. Hornberger. Okay. I think Hartman's gone. Really? I think Hartman's gone. The reason I, I say that is those are your two highest moneymaker guys. Ornberger's good. Yeah, Ornberger's good. Yeah. I don't think Judd makes what Mike makes. This is my guess. I have no idea. I'm just guessing. Just because Mike's been there so long, I'm assuming Mike makes more money than Judd. Yeah, we went And to- it's funny how Nick doesn't live in San Diego anymore. I don't think anybody knows. No. Yeah, lives in Indiana. Nick lives in Indiana, and yet he does all these commercials like he's still in San Diego. Yeah, and that's... Dude, that would fucking make me crazy, too. Yeah. And and I dig Hardwick. I'm like, you got to be out of your fucking mind. There's not a mo- more despised team in this town than the Chargers. And I'm losing all my fucking ad-libs. And it wasn't... I- <laughs> By the way, because uh, I'm all over the place. How the hell's Scott spent three years going after Dean for going to L.A., and he goes to L.A.? So it's so it's not okay for Dean to go to L.A., but it's okay for Scott to go to L.A.? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell just happened? Chasing the Everybody money, Everybody loyal to the soil, man, is, is crashed outside oh, of yeah. Trevor Hoffman. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. When's he going to have yeah. uh, Anthony Lynn on? Yeah, fuck. Season ticket push. <laughs> Nick not only went up to L.A., he fucking moved out of San Diego completely. It so keeps everybody's it. money. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Holy shit. I mean, I don't hear 1360 enough. Mike, Mike does Liberty Tobacco. You make your money by doing ad libs. That's how you do. I, I don't. You don't know. hear guys doing ad libs. They aren't making money. Yeah. Yeah, and the state and the people that run the station are pissed. Right, because that means the guy calling on the other side when you're talking to him, when the guy on the other side said, "Yeah, I'll buy time on your spot. I want Nick to do my commercial." Yep. I that to me like in yeah. the in and again this is nothing personal against Nick, however. He's associated with the fucking team that kicked everybody in the balls. Yeah. Right? Because Brian Long guessed wrong on that one. He did. He guessed wrong. Big shot. Should have gone with the baseball lineup. He went the football lineup. Yeah. That's why I think, honestly, 97.3 is not only because they're FM, but they have more of a baseball lineup than 1360 does. Well, I mean, they, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, dude, I, I would. It, it's it, for us. It's interesting to see how this whole thing has played out because, first of all, Mike is our closest friend. At Mike and Judd are better than the midday show, and they're better than the yes, afternoon show on ninety-seven three. They aren't getting a chance to be heard. They should. If if Mike and Judd were doing middays on ninety-seven three or doing afternoons, oh, they'd, be on, it. they'd be killing it. Yep, dude, they'd absolutely yep. be killing. They know it. that. Yeah, but I mean, yep. But sometimes when you're listening to the voice in your head, 
but I'm I'm just telling you, that's nothing against Coach Chris or Tony. It's just business. Yeah. Mike and Judd should either be the midday show or the afternoon show on 1360. You're right. Or on, uh, on 97.3, excuse me. I had something interesting happen to me. I was going to bring it up yesterday. Yesterday's show went about an hour and a half, but it happened this morning, so I'm glad I didn't bring it up. I made a comment about Will Myers, about him swinging the bat. All right, yeah. you, you jumped in and killed me, of course, like yeah. everybody else did. But I called him Dave Madigan. Yeah. I couldn't see it. Couldn't <laughs> Dude, I can't see anymore either. I'm so blind. I tried to write to Grant, and fucking, and right away I realized I fucking messed up. So, um, But, dude, here's the funny thing. is that The comment was there was a picture of Will Myers taking batting practice, and he's swinging, and his right foot is turned. The mm-hmm. old squash, the bug deal, you've heard it. Yeah. He's always gone that flat foot, and then he swings all arms. So you guys all killed me. I'm like 94 yeah. people killed me because you and Grant are assholes. Calm down. Yeah, Charlie Lauf, yeah, all you fuckers. <laughs> Dude, a Padre player reached out to me today. Really? And you know what he wrote? Huh? Thank fucking God. Maybe now he won't keep striking out on those fucking sliders and curveballs. Oh, and, wow. and I was like, dude, I know I'm not the only one that sees that shit. Yeah. And everyone who gets so offended because he wears a Padre uniform, you know Will Myers has been a disappointment. Huge. And you go, when are you going to make a fucking adjustment? That's how you feel about Hedges. That's how you feel about Myers. Right. That's how you feel about everyone that makes – that's how you feel about Hosmer right now. When are you going to make yeah. a goddamn adjustment? Or are you just horseshit? Dude, I got to tell you this. And but when somebody with the organization writes to me who fucking yeah. – who am I? Says, thank fucking God. <laughs> I was like, see? I, I'll tell you what. And, and there's a lot of you that if you're honest with yourself, you probably feel the same way. We've learned a phrase over the last three months. It's called flatten the curve, right? We're all trying to flatten the curve with COVID-19. The moves that this team has made and just the overall attitude of this team, for me, as a fan of this team going on, fuck, what, 1981? They flattened the curve. I, uh, I just, I look at that team there is nothing about that team that excites me. None. I can't fucking stand Austin Hedges. Yeah. Genuinely. Never met the guy in my life. I can't. That's a guy that should be on the fucking Dodgers so all of us can hate him. <laughs> I can't fucking stand that a team that I have loved and suffered with has a fucking self-promoter like that guy on this team. Yeah. He is everything wrong with that team. That's not who that team was, right? And the first real team that I remember was the 83 team, which led to 84. Then you started looking at the development after the fire sale when guys started coming yeah. here. But even when it was Sheffield and it was Joe Carter and it was Kevin Mitchell and it was Jack Clark. Benito. Can you... Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine what fucking Kevin Mitchell or Jack Clark would do to a fucking guy like Austin Hedges? Right. Can you imagine what Kevin Brown would do to a fucking guy like that? Yeah. Give me a break. Yeah. And you go to Hosmer. Holy shit. There's another. Hey, he's a hell of a guy. Fuck. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Tatis and Machado, I'm still in on. Yeah, I'm still in on those guys. Tommy Pham, I'm hoping. But shit, I don't know. Who do we have in center? Grisham? You have Grisham. It's a fucking guy. Yeah. It's a guy. What if they sign Puig like the rumors are? 
I don't get when they keep saying, oh, well, Puig would be the DH. I'm like, dude, he's a great right fielder. What are you fucking yeah. talking about? Well, I thought what I thought what Ben and Craig were talking about today was really good when they were saying the lack of outfield depth that they have. And you go, fuck, they're right. I mean, if yeah. one of these guys goes down. Did you say Ben and Craig on purpose? Did I say Ben and Craig? Yeah. God damn it, Steve. <laughs> that was not on purpose. Stephen Craig, when they were talking about the outfield and going through it and just really, really good. No, they were great on that today. And you go to the rotation, man, and you go, all right, at some point, Gore's going to be here and Patino, right? Yeah. C.J. Abrams and Paddock. And you go, all right, dude, I'm just telling you, I, I couldn't care less what anybody else thinks. I'm just saying, for me, they have flattened the curve. They have. I Jace Tingler may be great. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, I have no idea. I have no axe to yeah. grind with Tingler. But, but I just look at that team. I go, dude. You've just let so much air out of this balloon. And you, who knows? Maybe they come out, they're 40 and 20, and you go, holy shit, look at this, Dave. Look Good at for this. them. Yeah. I can't change teams. No, I'm you too can't. late and into they, the game. And they went to Brown. You've been waiting forever that. For was that was great. They did a good job yeah. on that. Like, the more yeah. I see them, the more I like them. Like, the, the guys that were involved in that, like, I'll give them credit. I think they did a great job on yeah. that. And maybe it's just because they've been gone for so long. And that's part of it. And if they ever get this season going, maybe it gets better. God damn, like I'm listening to 570 today. And uh, they're they're talking about David Price yeah. as sitting down. And that Ross Stripling steps right in. Yeah, who is an all-star. All-star. And they tried to trade him to the Angels yeah. and then already fucked that up. And somebody on 570 goes, there's no other team in baseball that can do that. Yeah. That when David Price, $20 million guy, steps aside, you have Ross Stripling ready to step yeah. in. I think Price is a $30 million Shit, guy. Shit, he might be, yeah. right? Did he go, yeah. yeah. I mean. No, it's, they're, they're right on that. I mean, that DH thing completely benefits the Dodgers with Jock Peterson, who had like 35 yeah. home runs last year. And and bless his heart, but Wood's trying to sell me on Zach Davies today. Yeah. You go, all right. God, I hope you're right, Steve. I, I yeah. do. I genuinely hope you're right. But I just go, God, this feels like a fucking 500 yeah. team. I tell you, the team I like, not not talking about the Dodgers, the team I like in the National League West a lot is the Diamondbacks. Why? Because, man, they're fucking good. The, the Diamondbacks are, are loaded right now. I mean, yeah, you lost players when you decided you were going to rebuild with Grinky and everything else, but, man, they are solid. Go through, if, if you're a baseball fan, go through and look at the numbers for everybody there. Christian Walker, the first baseman, right. who no one even talks about, is fucking really good. You look at... Eduardo Escobar, the third baseman's great. Cattell Marte, twin. Jesus, you're right. Cattell Marte might be the best Stud. second baseman in baseball. I mean, and then they went and got the guy that should have been a Padre. They got Starlin Marte yeah. in center field. And you're going, he should have been the fucking Padre that we're all talking about. Peralta. Yeah. And then their weakest guy might be Cole Calhoun for the right fielder. I mean, they got a really good fucking team. He picked up Madison Bumgarner, Robbie Ray. Um, yeah. Not not a bad team. But they have they, Archie Bradley still. They got Archie Bradley back there. And here, here's the thing. Well, I'll talk to you about the schedule in a second. But they were saying teams that are trying to get into the postseason, mm -hmm. how the schedule's not balanced, how you look at the Diamondbacks and the Phillies could be fighting for a playoff spot. Yeah. The Phillies play 20 more games than the Diamondbacks do of teams that are over a 500 record. Like yeah. The schedules completely aren't fucking fair for teams trying to get in the postseason. Yeah, I mean, but what are you going to do? I mean, yeah, not nothing. I mean, yeah. this is a, a unique year, and there are no complaints. I understand all that. But if you're a Philly fan and going, hey, we have a good enough team to be in the playoffs. We made some adjustments, and we have a new manager, and we're moving forward. But for the, the Diamondbacks, would not surprise me to see them have just a, a fantastic year.
it's such a weird schedule because you look at Sunday night baseball and it's literally, I think, back to back weeks. It's like the Braves and the Cardinals. And then you got Cardinals and Cubs twice. Yeah. You got Red Sox and Yankees twice. You got Dodgers and Giants once, right? Yeah. And you're just like, it feels like they're never moving. Like these these MLB teams, they're like, dude, we're going to get the Madden Cruiser and we're just going to drive in a circle every Sunday night. Uh, and drink Vaskersion and, and A-Rod, yeah. drag them around. Because you look at it, and when you look at the games that were released, I think there were like eight weeks, and it's Red Sox-Yankees twice, yep. Cubs-Cardinals twice, I think Braves-Phillies twice. Uh, you got, like I said, the Dodgers and the Giants yep. are in there one. And then it might be another Braves game. And you just look, you go, holy shit, but... I mean, forget it. If you're a Mariners, Twins, Padre, Diamondback fan, you're not seeing your team, but you get it because it's just a different year. Here's what the Padres have to their benefit big time. Um, the Padres in the month of September only leave California one time. They travel yeah. to Seattle. That's it. One no, time. One time. I yeah. mean, they have the best. By train. <laughs> by, 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 by train. The team with the easiest schedule, by the way, is the Minnesota Twins this year. Going on last year, the, the the teams they face have a 4.49 winning percentage on average. Wow. Twins, Indians, Cardinals, White Sox, Dodgers, and Rays—they all play teams under 500 combined. The toughest schedule is the Angels. Angels and Marlins have the toughest. I, one. Dave, I'm telling you, man, um, I'm looking at all the talk and the optimism. Yeah. It's God. I want this thing to work. I want it to work in the NBA. I want it to work in the NHL, college football, Major League Baseball. Man, what you're seeing with the players, what you're seeing with the testing, the stories that are coming out, it just really, really seems optimistic for it any of us. seems crazy, doesn't it? Yeah. It does. It seems like if it doesn't work out at all, you wouldn't be surprised, especially in, in baseball. Uh, here, here's an interesting thing for me, at least, because you and I always talk about traveling in sports. Everyone knows Seattle and Miami travel oh, the most. Yep. Which two teams travel the most this year? Can you figure it out? Oh, I like that. Which two teams? It's not even close, actually. These two teams have traveled far and away more than any other two teams. God. Well, I would think Seattle's got to be in that. No, Seattle's not. Oh, because they're just staying up yeah. and down the coast. Um, hmm. Interesting. I don't know. It's the Rangers and Astros. That's funny. I was yeah. thinking Texas. Yeah. The Rangers and Astros because they have to sit there and go west all the time. Oh yeah, back and forth, but not yeah. It's not even close. They're like triple what some of the other teams wow. are doing. Wow, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they're gonna have to because they're out here all the time, yeah. right? I mean, it's fun looking at that schedule. You look at it and you go, I love the fact all the six ten starts. Yeah, I do too. Like it's it's funny. I don't know. I saw a couple teams where they play like Thursday, Friday, Saturday at six ten, and then they'll play Sunday at one ten. And then Monday at one ten, like I think the pods <laughs> do that. Um, I like all of it, man. I really am. I'm trying to stay optimistic that this goes through. It just feels like it's it's going to be a challenge, yeah, to get it all done. But it does. but the UFC continues to go, and they've done a had, great job. yeah. I mean, they had a situation. Uh, Gilbert Burns was set to fight for the title this weekend, asymptomatic. Dropped out, COVID-19, uh, and now Jorge Masvidal's in the title fight. Yeah. Unbelievable. On five days' notice. That becomes an unbelievable card 
So they've been able to do it, and maybe it's just a situation. I mean, it's different, I guess, yeah. because Gilbert Burns and his two cornermen. But what if Didi Gregorius becomes asymptomatic? It's not like you just have two guys around you. That's right. You've got that whole team. So what does that do to the Yankees? I don't no, know. No, Phillies is on the Phillies. Or Phillies, now. but yeah, excuse me. But you get the point. Yeah. What happens to the team around Didi or or uh, yeah. any of these other guys? No, you're I don't absolutely know. right. Is um for the Dodgers, as you mentioned, David Price is out. They're also expect it could be Kenley Jansen, AJ Pollock don't play wow. as well. Wow. And so for me, I'm like Kenley Jansen, you aren't going to show up, really? Awesome, <laughs> right, <laughs> dude? Sick and tired of you. Don't show up. But you what know? about Trout, Dave? Now Trout's the most interesting one going, and this is. An interesting thing when you look at these teams and their superstars, all the superstars are playing so far, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's not like Tatis is, and, and I give credit to Tatis every He's time great. he wears the mask. He's great, good man. And you don't have to. you're outside. No one's within seventy Love feet of you, but man. I'm glad he is. Yeah, because he's showing everyone else. If I can wear a fucking mask, He's you can wear a mask. Great. Yeah, yeah, really like it. And and Tatis is there, Machado's there. The guys you want to see, and I know you aren't going to the games, but the guys that give you a chance to compete are going to play. Yeah. Now, Mike Trout is the best player in baseball, and right now he's been doing all the workouts and is a baby that's going to be born in a month. Mm-hmm. Maybe Mike Trout decides to sit out until that baby's born. I have no idea what, what, his, what his plan is, but at the same time, he would be the biggest name. I mean, he's the LeBron James of baseball yeah. to say, hey, I'm not playing. I uh, can't wait for the NBA yeah. to get going. I really can't. And I think NHL will be unbelievable unbelievable i think it'll be great and i think those teams man if they can get it going dave uh, i just i'd be really really excited and and this deal too look if they're playing baseball and we and we get these games yeah uh and mud and don are back really fun by the way one quick baseball note you talked about the chicago white Sox. congratulations to our friend andy mazer absolutely right andy mazer is an unbelievable guy. Yep. Great dude. Um, lost the job here when they were clearing out a spot for another great dude and Jesse Agler. Just happens. It's the nature of the business. When I started at KFMB, I tell this story a lot. We would. I had a blind guy in Chicago, Bob Greenberg, that fed us radio highlights from all the games. We were doing this back in 95. It was pretty different. There weren't a lot of cities that were doing it. We were getting you highlights from every team across the country. Well, Bob was based in Chicago. So every night I got Tommy Brenneman and Ron Santo on GN, John Rooney and Ed Farmer on the score. And Ed Farmer was so goddamn good, underrated voice of the Chicago White Sox for Jesus. Had to be 30, 40 years. And Ed recently passed away. And I know for Andy, I haven't talked to him, Man, that's an incredibly difficult situation when you are in Chicago like Andy's been. Yeah. Go, went home, has been a part of GN, has been been a part of what the White Sox are doing. But when an iconic voice passes away, just like when Jerry passed away or anybody else that you can think of, it's very, very difficult to step in to be even the number two guy, much less be the number one guy. Yeah. But Andy's Chicago. Yeah. Like, as much as we loved him here as a dude, he's just a good dude. He's a Chicago awesome. guy. He gets it. Uh, he's got Cubs in his blood, but I know he's got White Sox in his blood, too. And I just couldn't be more excited for him um, 
to be the voice. It'll be Andy and Darren Jackson. That's crazy, huh? Yeah. Two San Diego guys. Yeah, but Andy will be great. Yeah. And uh, I just, he he left here and he's just been grinding, man. And yeah. he gets that opportunity. It couldn't happen to a nicer guy. So no, congrats that, to him. That man, absolutely. I'm glad you brought it up. I, I am happy you brought it up. It was, Kaplan said something interesting today. I think it was said it through a tweet about Dick Enberg. Dick Enberg mm. and Kaplan were close. Yeah. And he was saying, if you want to be a star, you got to get out of San Diego. You got to get up to LA. And I was shocked that Kaplan put that out there. It's like, you, you have a connection with San Diego for 20 years. Yeah. But he was like, hey, fuck you guys. This, <laughs> this is where fuck it's at. Guy. I'm not buying advertising on that 1090 day. <laughs> That's he's it. You're out. You're, he's not loyal to the soil. He's out. <laughs> fucking guy. A fucking guy. Oh, my gosh. Dan Williams, he's your guide, man, to make you debt free. What are you waiting for right now? Handle your money situation. A lot of people don't know what to do. They're looking at the stock market. Today was a good day in the stock market, but at the same time, what's happening with your money? Are you one of those guys that's in debt? Are you sitting there looking at the stock market and go, I don't care. I don't have any money to throw in in the stock market. <laughs> and guess what? I'm renting a house, and right now my house is garbage, and my money keeps disappearing. Do you want to own a home? Dan Williams can help put your finances in the right order. You shouldn't wait any longer. 858 858- 688-6813-858-688-6813. You've seen Step Brothers. You know yep. Rob Riggle? Yes. Today, Dave, this morning, I had a couple of small balances on credit cards. Yeah. Had that new Macy's card because I had to get sunglasses my son Cade helped me with for Father's Day. Paid it off. Pow! <laughs> I had a little bit of a balance on a Capital One card after the weekend in Malibu. Paid that off today. Pow! And check the Best Buy card. Check yeah. the just because I'm like, do I have anything on these cards? Zero balance. Pow. Is he saying pow? Is he saying my favorite seed? Uh, it's great, and you have to do that, right? I mean, they're just things happen. You have to. I mean, I had to replace a modem yesterday, a yeah. router, all that different shit. But you just you pay it off. You maintain it because when the time is right. Uh, you got to have your finances in order. Boy, there is no better feeling in the world than I, I say it a lot. My friend Aaron Creasy teases me about it. I don't care. Uh, when you when you break through that 800 number, man, on your credit, it means a lot. Then all of a sudden the banks want to talk to you. And when you're buying a house and you're signing a 30-year loan, right, your conventional loan, you're signing it. Man, you want the bank coming to you. You don't want to be begging the bank. You want the bank saying, hey, man, you have that high a credit? That tells me, look at your bill history, your Best Buy, your Firestone, your Macy's card, your car payments, your mortgage payments. Goddamn, you make everything on time. Yes, we want you, and we want you, and we're going to give you this interest rate. But the first thing you have to do is get those finances in order. That's why that call to Dan so important. 858-688-6813. I would also say... Dan is a must-follow on Twitter because he is giving you stories every day about what is going on in finances in the housing market, giving you the information you need so that when you make the next call, you feel as prepared as you can be. Brian Kerr is your guy for that perfect house. What are you waiting for? One thing I love about Brian is that Brian's one of those guys that's a word-of-mouth guy, saying, look, here's the deal. 
I treat my customers so well and they're so happy with my service that they're going to tell their friends this is the guy to go to. That's exactly what I've done. Brian Curry is a fantastic guy to deal with. Again, very patient, more than 20 years in San Diego. He knows the county better than anyone else. You want that perfect home in the perfect neighborhood with the right schools. Brian Curry is the guy you need to talk to. He's won a ton of awards because he's so good at what he does. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. not a bad idea. That as restaurants are getting shut down, Dave, I know it's heartbreaking for you. Museums getting shut down. <laughs> you, you're a season ticket holder, the Museum of Man, and I'm sorry, three weeks you're down. But if you're like Dave, or where I'll be in a couple of months, where you are in the market for a new house and you just got to get out, man, take a drive. Take a drive and go, I did it yesterday. I was out with my sons. Been in La Mesa 15 years and took a drive, you know, right where the Vons and Crazy Freds and everything yep. that had got hit really hard in the Spring Center. Well, right as you come to that light, you take a left into that shopping center. We took a right. David, 15 years. I'd never gone up that hill. That's funny. And you go drive through there. And I, I always say this to my kids. I go, you know, it's really fun. There are people that make this drive every day. Every day they come home, this is their neighborhood. We've never seen it. Go check it out. Yeah. There's some where you go, ooh, I don't know if this is for me. But there's a lot of them where you go, shit, this is really nice. Jot the street down because then when you call Brian, you go, hey, Brian, what about uh, Paradise Street in La Mesa? Is there anything that fits my market? Help him find the house of your dreams. Boy, when you're signing up for 30 years, it's a huge decision. Nobody better to get you there than Brian Curry. Did you hear that beep right there on the computer? That, I did. That, that literally was Brian Curry sending me a house to look at right there. Nice. Yeah, see that he's always working. And a lot of people are like, I hope that fucking house is in Michigan. <laughs> Tailored made pools. Alan Taylor's your guy for that perfect pool. What are you waiting for? That backyard could be the place that everybody wants to be. Look, turn your backyard into a staycation. You name it, the saltwater technology, the waterfalls, the grotto, the slides. That perfect pool is waiting for you. Alan Taylor is standing by at 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. You can feel it. You can feel it already as we're here in July. And when you go out to your car yeah. or if you're at your desk or moving around, man, that heat and humidity has kicked in. And you're like, God damn, 2020, you suck. <laughs> but, you know, it doesn't suck having that beautiful tailor-made pool in your backyard. All you got to do is call Alan, tell Amy, put him on. <laughs> and get, that, <laughs> get that perfect pool in the backyard. Dave, if you have a tailor-made pool in your backyard, you're yeah. like, who gives a shit? Exactly right. Turn the heat up even higher. Big yeah. deal. I got nothing to worry about. I got the Lola Falana pool back here, and everything's <laughs> looking great. Uh, man, oh man, Dave mentioned it. Go to our website, DaveAndJeffShow.com. See for yourself. Start thinking about the pool of your dreams and see what your friends, your neighbors, your peers have all done. They all made the call. You should make that call too. Tell them Dave and Jeff sent you. Absolutely. Look, you want that perfect website? Kyle Fluger's your guy. Kyle has helped out so many people. Right now, it is amazing how busy he is. He is still willing to take more business. But right now, he is doing crazy business because people have tried to reinvent themselves to say, what do I do? Because now I'm working from home. I'm thinking to start my own deal. Yep. And he's helping with brand new startup businesses. At the same time, if you have a business that's not getting the hits it needs, look, the only way is you see that California is being closed down again. 
you got to figure out a way to make money online. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. I got a new one for you. RacistsWhoGotFired.com. Oh, my God. That's Holy great. shit. I tell you what. I like racists who got fired, and I like guys who got stuffed in a suitcase.com. Did you see that fight tonight? I did. I did. <laughs> I got stuffed in a suitcase. That had to be rigged, right? Had that to had be. to be. Those are two yeah. guys doing that on Has purpose, to be, right? right? Like, what the hell is going on there? Like, how's that suitcase just right there? <laughs> Somebody, I think it was T-shirt tech, sent us a, a 30-second fight tonight. God damn, I love you guys when you do that. Uh, Joe does it. Uh, James Royal. Yeah. Uh, Joe Cabral does it. Yeah. I think right? G- Gavin does it. Yeah. Gavin. Oh, you son of a bitches. You do it to I watch every one. Now, here's the thing. I always start to retweet them. Like the guy, the suitcase guy tonight, I was going to tell Dave, hey, you mouth off tonight, and you're going in a suitcase <laughs> right in the bottom of trailways. And then the guy starts MF and the other guy. I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's, I better not. But <laughs> but I watch him and I laugh. Uh, it's very important that you have a website that does your business right. And Dave and I are going to launch this. Did you see the guy, our buddy AJ Machado posted this one. There's a guy in, they said Carmel Valley. I did so, see this. So AJ thought it was right here in Del Mar, but it's not. It was in Carmel. Oh, really? It's in Carmel, and this guy's sitting at a table, and I think I know the restaurant. And they're sitting outside on the patio, and there had been an Asian family that's celebrating a birthday, and this guy just starts in on them, giving them the finger, the whole thing. Yep. D- Dave, it took, it took like 10 minutes for people to know immediately who he is, who the own the business that he owns, and completely demolish this Good. guy as he should be. Good. The woman in an orange shirt that you saw this one Rex Chapman put out today lost her job. I think Rex Chapman said that eighty-seven people they have kept count. Eighty-seven people have lost their jobs. I love it. Um, because of racial things caught on video. Good. I think it's fantastic. Me too. I think these three fuckers in Aurora, the Aurora PD. Holy shit. That at the Elijah McLean site, and they're fucking around. Disgusting. Dude, put them in general population. Yeah. Yeah. That's what these fuckers need. Look, this show could not be, I don't have to qualify it. You know we support the police around here. I'm very proud of my friendship with Rick Piner. Our friend Karen Kay forever, her husband Kyle, great dude, Jimmy Betancourt, and some Dave King, so many others that have worn that uniform, Scott King, have done it the right way. That's plain. We don't have to qualify it. There's no fucking excuse for that. And the idea that we let these motherfuckers walk around and take these pictures smirking, fuck them. Ridiculous. And the idea that they, oh, hey, they got fired. Bullshit. Put them in fucking general population. Arrest him for a holiday weekend and throw him in there and say, all right, you're in. Uh, judge will get to you on Thursday. Things are a little slow right now because we got video court. And let's see what the fuck happens. All of a sudden, the other guys, when those three get the shit beat out of them like they need, then all of a sudden word's going to trickle out like, ooh, I don't yeah. know that I really want to be in general population. Yeah. I don't know if I want to be in the L.A. jail or that jail where uh, – Epstein was or any of these other fuckers. That's all you got to do. 
You start putting these guys in general population. Look at what happened to Whitey Bulger, to Dahmer, to all these other guys, right? Yep. Tough guys. And then you get in there, and shit equals out really quick. God, I saw that over the weekend. I just, I've just gotten to the point uh, where today I won't even, I won't mention his name because he doesn't need it. A buddy of mine, we've been friends since the ninth grade, and there was a Facebook post that it was, you know, people talking about kneeling and Tim Tebow and how come I never see NFL guys uh, kneeling to support animal abuse and right all the domestic violence and all this other shit and you go yeah those are all important causes we get it but don't try to diminish what has happened in this country for a long time and what colin kaepernick's original message was for anybody who took fucking two minutes to figure it out it was exactly what we've been seeing with elijah what we saw with george floyd and so many others that's what he was protesting that's what he was drawing attention to Wake the fuck up and find out what it was. And now you go, holy shit, I get it. My buddy, who I've known since ninth grade, responded to this message and said, you know, I got to tell you something, man. I'm a pretty easygoing guy. A lot of things. He goes, man, that really bothered me. That one hurts that you would do that as a friend. He just didn't like it. He's like, you're diminishing what my (laughs) culture is going through as a black man in today's America. And I just reach out to him and I said, hey, I just got to let you know, knowing you being your friend for fucking 90 years made me a better guy. You're the most high energy, positive, successful guy I know um, from our class, killing it in business and real estate. And I go, I'm just really fucking upset by where this country is going. I just wanted you to know you mattered to me and I'm incredibly proud to be your friend. And I can't wait to see him. We're just, we're chatting throughout the day, right? We were just, God, it was so great because I was just like, fuck, man, this isn't who we are. We just hit it off because we made each other laugh in ninth grade and and we've been friends ever since. And I go, dude, I just, I've never experienced it, right? Like as a white guy in America. And he pointed out, he said, there are people that can't get loans in America because the banks won't loan them money. Um, to buy houses. Now, I will say, I get that. I also work for Homecomings Financial, where we did write loans. Um, my region was East St. Louis, Missouri, where mortgage payments were 125 a month. So I would just say, respectfully, you can't go that broad a brush because we did. I went back there. I went. I made my money. I hit my bonus every month. By keeping people in their homes, not taking their home away from them. It's one of the most rewarding things I've ever done in my life. But the point that he was making is strong and valid. Because while we did it, it doesn't mean that everybody does it. And he's very well thought out, very educated, and just a great dude. But it's like, Dave, I see that shit in Aurora, and you just go, fuck, man. Where are we going? Doesn't it feel like as... I just, I never can remember a time when it was just openly accepted to hate your neighbor based on skin color, based on politics. It is, it's not just, hey, I disagree with you. It's, hey, fuck you, buddy. Yeah. Fuck you. Uh, yeah. With the finger and the racial slurs. I saw a lady today holding the phone in the store saying the same thing. Fuck you. She said, I'm white, so I can do what I want. Literally what she said. Wow. And, God and then damn. She, then she said straight up, she says, I believe in white power, she said. 
And then when she said it, she's blocking her face. I'm like, you're yeah. real brave blocking your face. Yeah. If you're going to say it and they have the camera on you. Hey, go ahead and say it right into the camera. Just because you said yeah. that people get pointed out. Good. You want to know what you're dealing with. Yeah. I've always felt that way. If someone's a racist, I want to know they're racist. Or they're an anti-Semitic, I want to know they're anti-Semitic. I, I like to know. Put your cards on the table. Yeah. But you can say whatever you want. You're still going to pay taxes like I'm paying taxes. You're still going to have to get up and pay your bills. Yeah. You could say whatever you think you have, but guess what? You Either you're a person that contributes to society or you aren't. Boy, I thought Lewis Riddick today. Was I was outstanding. Whoo! I was about to say the same exact thing. He, he was fucking great. And yes. Lewis Riddick made a point. I would highly recommend go find his interview with Scott. Avoid the part where Scott's talking about Lewis Riddick's body. That was a little un- uncomfortable. <laughs> but... Lewis Riddick said something, Dave, that I thought was so good. And and Scott, I thought, Scott made a really interesting point where he said, man, I got to be honest. It hasn't impacted me like this because I'm not a racist. I, I try not to carry hate. And I just felt like it was those people doing it. And the point that Lewis Riddick said is it is for all of us. It's for Scott. It's for Dave. It's for Jeff. And it's for all of you. While we may not be the ones chanting white power, we're the ones who have the strongest voice to stop that. And we haven't done enough to do it. And I thought, God damn, isn't it? So you're he part right? of the problem if you don't. Right. It's up to, we got to be Sam Weish, yes. right? Yep. Whereas get them the fuck out of here. Yep. And the video that we, we referenced in Carmel, the Asian family's there and there's a server in this restaurant who screams at this that guy. That was the best part of the video. Get out of here. Don't ever come back. Yep. You get the uh, right? It was the best part of the video. That's what we have to start doing. Yep. When we see this shit, we're the ones that have to step up and get get them out of here. Yep. You live in Cleveland. You don't live in Cincinnati. <laughs> All right. Let's knock this out. We'll get out of here. for. Uh, we'll oh, wait. Get, you live in Cincinnati. You don't live in Cleveland. Where did Sam that, live? They live in Cincinnati. My, my, favorite, the two, my two favorite things that Sam did, and unfortunately he passed away too, but Sam did that line that Jeff just said. But remember, Sam did the whole thing about the media going in the locker room and saying yeah. it made no sense that women and men were going in the locker room while the guys were changing. Yeah. So the next week, he came out in the hallway, completely butt-ass naked, and did his full interview naked standing in the hallway. <laughs> Nobody wants to see a coach naked. No. Sam Weiss, Kevin Costner. Yeah, oh same God. guy? Same guy. Same guy. All right, here we go. July 6th. How old are they and how much are they worth? we got some good ones here. Okay? All right, I'm ready. First of all, Nancy Reagan. Oh, let me tell you about her. I know about her. Nancy Reagan today. Boy. Uh, I was going to make a really seedy joke, and I did not. <laughs> I'm going to say she would have been 98. Exactly right. Mm. I expected more money, but there's a lot of money. I just expected more. I don't know why. $50 million. $25 million. Mm, I think she made more. I'm sure she did. Kevin Hart. Fucking guy, Kevin Hart. I got a bunch of them today. So Kevin Hart. All right, or don't fucking pressure me. I'm right? not pressuring you. I'm just saying they're, they're a bunch of big names. Forty-four, forty-one. Okay, it's like, dude, he's so goddamn funny. That guy, and he's healthy after that car accident. Yeah, hundred million, two hundred million dollars. Goddamn, can you believe right. that shit? Yeah, he's awesome. Sylvester Stallone. Oh shit. I think this one's going to sting when we hear the age. 68? 74. Damn it. Sly's worth uh, $160 million. Not even close. Are you serious? No, Not what? even close. $400 million. God damn. 50 Cent. 
Oh shit. He's worth a ton of fucking dough. Um 47. 45. 45. Uh 300 million. 30 million it says. Oh, dude, come on. He had part of vitamin water. I'm just telling you. It says, when's the I last mean, time you bought a vitamin water? Uh, this morning. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. I don't know. They still sold it. Oh, yeah. All right. George W. Bush. Uh, how old would he have been? I'm going to say he would have been 96. <laughs> no, no. The son. Oh, the son. Okay, sorry. Um. Oh, that's an interesting one. 73. 74, really close. Born the same day as Stallone. Um, now, the money thing is wrong. All right, where do you know that he has a ton of money? Yeah, I'm okay. going to say $100 million. It says $40 million. No way. Yeah, you know what's wrong. He's still in the fucking Rangers. Yeah. Zion Williamson. Uh, shit. 22? 20 years old. God damn. 20 years old. Can you believe God that shit? God damn. Uh, I'll say... Well, I'm going to say what the number is right now. I think the number right now is probably about $22 million. It, Well, with his endorsements from Nike, it's $108 million. Wow. $108 at 20 years old. Not wow. a bad life. Two more for you real quick. Okay. Manny Machado. Oh, shit. Um, should know this. And I'm gonna, and we'll go with the contract being paid off for the pods. I'll say 27? 28. Okay. Machado, 28. And then, well, shit. Contract paid off would put him at what three forty three hundred eighty million dollars. Damn, dude. Okay, last one, Pau Gasol. Oh, dude. Forty one. Forty. Okay. Uh, hundred fifty million. It says sixty five. Come on, he made more than you. that. Do your math. I know. Math. I know. <laughs> Come on, math. asshole. That's what I, I look three different places. Yeah, the wrong places. All right, here we go. This is this is what I came up with today. It stayer goes. Okay. It's presidents in your lifetime. Oh, okay. I okay. like this. Stay or goes for you. We're going to start off with Richard Nixon and yeah. Donald Trump. <laughs> uh, this is great. I'd hang with Trump. Yeah. Like, right? I mean, the makes stories it... would be better, right? Right. Whether they're true or not, the stories Marla. are better. Right. Yeah. You got dude, a I heard stories. him on Stern. Yeah. You got a million stories. Yeah, you, oh, dude, no doubt. I'm with you. Okay. Ronald Reagan or George W. Bush, the son. Not Herbert Walker, George yeah. W. Uh, I'm taking uh, George Bush. Really? Yeah. Okay. Come on. I'm looking, for, I'm looking for guys that are going to make you laugh. But at what point are you sitting there with Reagan? Are you going, dude, what's the deal with Nancy blowing fucking everybody that came into the Frank White House? Frank Sinatra? Yeah. I, mean, I don't on. think he knew. I don't want to be the guy to break <laughs> You don't want to break No be, way. You don't uh, need to cry in Ronald Reagan? No, no, no. <laughs> Didn't he call her mommy? Oh, I think he's one of those guys. Yeah, I can't do that. Come on. Jimmy Carter, Gerald Ford. Oh, shit. Uh, I'd go Gerald Ford. Would he really? Yeah. Jimmy Carter might build you something. He knows how to build those fucking houses. Gerald Ford played football, though. Michigan. Yeah, that's true. Bill Clinton, Barack Obama. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. That's a, uh, that's a good one. I'm going Obama. Go with Obama. Yeah. All right, here we go. Last one in the night. It's uh, George H.W. Bush or Lyndon Johnson. Lyndon Johnson. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm going Lyndon Johnson. You got to, man. There, there are more stories there. You got to go Lyndon Johnson. He banged all those chicks. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and he knows about the JFK deal. You got a million Dude, questions. It's a great one. 
Uh, that's it. Check in on your friends. Don't put up with any bullshit. I think that covers everything. Uh, find a dirty strip club and fire up a little shoot the thrill. And then uh, bonus show. We'll see you back here Wednesday night. Good deal. See you Wednesday. So 